Geelong. And uh, thank God for saving me tonight. And the Word of God always says we ought to be willing to give an account. Amen. Give an answer. And uh, I thank God that He's done enough in my life that I could give an answer. You know, if He'd saved me and just left me, not done nothing else for me, that was enough. But I thank God tonight that I'm a witness to the things that He has done in my life and the way He's touched my life. And I know tonight without Him I'd be nothing. Amen. And uh, He's, he's uh, really coming to effect into my life. And I thank God that's in my household as well. Amen. Amen. Y'all stretch out a little good. Wave your arms around. Amen. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. Amen. And uh, look for something tonight. Amen. Look for something in the Word of God. And if you don't look for nothing, you ain't going to find nothing. And uh, he did say, knock and it shall be opened. You know, tonight I don't know your heart, but God does. And if you have a need tonight, why don't you take care of that need? And that, that fulfillment of God. And uh, you know there's nobody here tonight that don't got uh, some way or need some kind of uh, improvement in our lives. And uh, God's willing to do that. Amen. And uh, chapter number 8. And we'll start in verse number 31. Word of God says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on, me, on him, If ye continue in my word, there are ye my disciples indeed. He said, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Let us pray. Our most gracious and heavenly Father, we do, God, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for this privilege to be in thy house tonight. Thank you, Lord, for the love and the mercy you have for each and every one of us. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving us of sin and our trespasses. I do tonight, God, Lord, pray that you put the hedge about us, get the devil away from us. God, let us worship you in spirit and truth. I pray, Lord, you put your word upon us tonight. Give us what we need, God, as we go through the remainder of this week. Give us enough word, God, to make it back to Sunday. I thank you tonight, God, for all that you do. I do pray tonight, Lord, for all the requests that's been made. Pray for Brother Kenny as he's over the hilltop. I ask you to touch them. Thank you tonight. Lord, whatever may be the need of those that's not here, I pray you touch that. We love you, honor, and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So the word of God said, he said, then said uh, to those Jews, he said, which believed on him, he said, if you continue in my word, he said, then are ye my disciples indeed. Now he's talking about here, he's talking about, he told him disciples, he said, listen, he said, if you continue in my word, now today I want you to know we're not saved uh, by continuing in his word or any kind of work, but we're saved today by the grace of God, but he was telling the Jews there, if you continue in the word, and what he was saying was, if you be saved by the grace of God, he said, uh, if you'll continue there, then you'll be one of mine. And then it, he told him there, he says, uh, he says, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Tonight I hope and pray that you do know the truth. You know, the truth is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, we've got that truth with us today. Uh, I don't know how your day went, uh, but I know how mine was, and I know that today uh, the truth made me free. Amen. The truth made me free from sin. It made me free from the devil. It made me free from the world. And, uh, you know, it's all because of the Lord Jesus Christ and the truth in Him and that deliverance that He gives me and you. Tonight, if you've been saved by the grace of God and you've been forgiven of your sin, the truth has made you free. It's made you free tonight. It's made you free from hell. It's made you free from sin. It feels good tonight to not be captured and being uh, held down by sin. 
And it feels good to just know that I'm the truth. I'm part of the truth of God. I thank God tonight that I love Him and that He loves me first. And I thank God tonight that I'm in His arms tonight. I thank God that I'm a part of the kingdom of God tonight. I thank God tonight just for what He's done for me. He's made me free tonight. Are you free tonight? He's made you free. He's made you have a way tonight to be free from the sin of this world. Ain't you glad that you're freed from this sin of this world? We ought to be more thankful today about what the things God has done for us. And he shall, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, he said, We be Abraham's seed. We were never in the bondage to, uh, to any man. How sayest thou, you shall be made free? Jesus said this, said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin. Now the word of God says, Whoever committed sin is the servant of sin. He's talking about a servant, a worker of sin, a worker of something that God don't like. I'm glad tonight that I'm free from that, ain't you? Ain't you glad tonight that you're free from the things that God don't like, that you've covered by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ? Ain't you glad tonight? I mean, really, we ought to be thankful tonight. You know, we came into the house of God. I did too. We came into the house of God thinking about, well, it's midweek. I've worked all week and I'm tired. And and uh, there's other, I, I just want to sit down and rest a little while. I, I don't want to feel like... But you know what? We ought to be serving God not just on Wednesday nights and be ready to praise Him just on Wednesday nights because we're free and we got the truth living in us tonight. The truth. There's a lot of people today that just died today and stepped off into hell. There's a lot of people tomorrow going to die and step off into hell. Not because they're bad people, because they ain't got the Lord Jesus Christ, because they ain't got the truth. They're not free. A lot of people today that is not free, a lot of your family today is not free. A lot of your friends today ain't free. There's a lot of people today that's not free. It says it'll set you free. There's a lot that's not set free. You know? What if there's somebody in you know, this family, this family, this family, in your family that's not never been set free? I think we got a little something to be concerned about tonight, don't you? There's a lot of people that's not been set free. The truth ain't never made them free because they wouldn't accept the truth into the life. In John chapter number 14, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The truth. Talking about him being the truth. He's that truth. The truth don't lie into me and you going to the church house. Me and you dressing up. The truth ain't in there. The truth is in the Lord Jesus Christ. The truth's in the heart today. I wonder if a person beside you was going to step off into hell. wonder if yet that your parent or your children was going to step off into hell. But here it is, we're tired. We've done been made free, been set free, got the truth living in us today. And no concern for nobody else. No concern 
for our co-workers, no concern for our children, no concern for our, our parents, no concern for our brothers and sisters, no concern. We just automatically think because we saved and been set free that everybody else is. If he's locked up in a prison, and just say you was locked up in that prison for a while and you made friends in that prison. I'm sure that happens every day in the big state prisons. There's people that make friends with one another. And you make friends in that prison right there. And all of a sudden, the prison door opens. Are you going to run on out the door? You're going to tell your friends, family, loved ones, whatever, there beside you, hey, the door's open. All we got to do is go through it. You're going to tell them or you're going to just turn out and run for yourself? A whole lot of times that's what folks do. They just turn out and they run for themselves and let everybody else worry about if the door's open or not. There's a door open for me and you today. There's a door open for this world out there dying today. You know what most of the time Christian folk do? They sit around and talk about the lost people and the bad things the lost people's got in their lives, but they never talk about Jesus to the people. I know a lot of people today that confess God in their life and they'll confess God in their life, but when a lost person comes around, they look at the sin that they got in their life. That's all they got to talk about. They don't try to show them no love, no compassion. Just talk about what they are. Don't try to try to send them to the truth. Don't try to help them get set free. Just send them on their way. He said that whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house in the house forever. Had the Son abideth forever. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Are you free indeed? I mean, are we free indeed? Let us search ourselves here for just a little bit. Bible says you can't serve two masters. You know what most people want? Two masters. They want the inside to feel good and they want the outside to feel good. They want to feel good about themselves and what to do in the world, but they also want to feel good when it comes to God. He says you can't serve two masters. You can't live in sin and live a spiritual life at the same time. Think about what I'm telling you tonight. How many people do you know and how about how many of you were yourself we're at the point where, well, it's good to go to church, but we live in sin the rest of the time. Live in sin. Unfaithful to God. Just live our life the way we lived our life before we accepted Christ. Just live our lives any way that we want to live our lives. I want you to know today, you, you can't really serve two masters. You can't serve this world and, and serve God at the same time. You can't do it. Something's wrong with the inside. If the world is more pleasing to you, then God's more pleasing. Something's wrong. Are you free indeed? Free indeed? I mean, free and are we really free indeed? Are we really saved by the grace of God? I mean, if we can do things. I was reading my Bible a while ago, and I seen the thing where it's talking about, and the darkness of this world. 
will be revealed. You know what that's talking about? The hidden things in our lives that belongs to this world is going to be revealed. That sin that we got hid inside of us is going to be revealed. I'm not going to reveal it. God is. God's going to be the one to reveal it. I believe with my heart. I believe with my heart I'm 44 years old. October be 45. And I believe with my heart that the world's going to come to it. I believe the Lord's going to come back in my lifetime. I believe some of these children won't make it to be old people. Because of this, what the scripture says. I don't, I don't know the day or the time. And I'm not going to tell you that it's July 13th at 3 o'clock. I'm not going to tell you that. But he's left enough in this Bible right here for me and you to know that there's going to come a time when he steps out on that cloud. He's, God gets fed up. He's fed up with the sin of this world. He's fed up with the Christians that's living themselves in the sin of the world. He's fed up with it. I preached the other night that we disappoint him. I believe we disappoint God. I believe we're living in a time right now to where the Lord, all he's got to do is just step out and receive his church. How many of you is ready? Because I'm going to tell you now, I'm about tired. I don't want to leave my family, but I want them all to go up at the same time. But I'm about tired. I'm tired of the devil messing with me. I'm tired of seeing the devil mess with you. I'm tired of seeing the devil tear this world all to pieces because he's tearing it down. I mean, he is shaking it down. And the devil uses things of God. He uses things of God against this world. What are you talking about? I'll tell you one thing I'm talking about. You know, God... The Bible talks about when God's revealed the judgment of God. It says, and then God was sitting on his throne. And amongst his throne, there was things going on the throne. It said there was a rainbow amongst his head. And there was a rainbow for a reason. He said, I left a bow in the air to, 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 as, for you to a sign that I won't destroy the world. But what anymore? Amen. Y'all remember the word of God saying that? Well, what's the word? Of, you know, the world used it for. The world uses it for symbols of different things, of peace and, and all these other things. When that ain't not a thing in the world got to do anything to do with that. That's a sign to you right there now. You know what? This world's in trouble. And me and you living in it, guess what? We're walking on the verge of being in trouble. Don't you think so? We're right on the verge of being in trouble. There's sin in the church houses. There's sin in our house. There's sin everywhere. This sin is killing us. It's getting us down. It's beating us down. And God ain't pleased with sin. And we get it in our lives and get used to it, get comfortable, and think it's all right. And it ain't all right with God. I'm trying to give you a warning tonight. I think we need a warning. It's time for us, me and you, not just the people outside that don't. It's time for me and you to get our stuff together because I believe the Lord's going to come back. How I many are you prepared to meet God tonight? Saved, not saved? Are you prepared to meet God? Are you prepared to meet Him tonight? If it was 12 o'clock tonight, are you prepared? Because if you ain't, if you have, if you're not saved... It would be hell. You're here saved and he came back and you got sin in your life. There would be a judgment of God. There would be punishment 
He said, your works be tried by fire. In other words, us Christians, is our, it's going to be tried, our works is going to be tried by fire. The, what's the works talking about? Not being saved, but the lifestyle that we live in right now. It's going to be tried. There's going to be a punishment. There'll be a punishment for me for the way I raised my child. Whether it be godly or whether it not. That's going to be a punishment for me. If the, the, the mistakes that I've made have leading the church, there's going to be punishment there. The things that I've not asked God to forgiveness of, there's going to be punishment there. There's going to be a judgment of God for us Christian folk. A judgment. Imagine that. Imagine that. Are you prepared for judgment? Are you? Are you prepared to stand before God? I mean, seriously. When he calls your name, Bridget, and stands you up here with not you having no decision, well, let me ask Billy. It ain't going to happen like that. She's going to stand up here. Billy's going to stand back yonder and can't say nothing. Because she's standing before God. Now, yeah, I'll give account of being the head of my house. There's going to come a time when my son's going to stand up there. No matter how I treat him on this earth and baby him or give him the things that he needs or teach him in this walk of life, there's going to come a time that he by himself is going to have to stand. You hearing me? I'm talking about my child. Going to have to stand before God without me. Y'all imagine that, her standing before God without you. You can't take up for her. I believe this man right here, if you hurt her enough, he would hurt you. He loves his child. But there's going to come a time when he's going, she's going to stand before God and he can't do nothing about it. Boy, it's tough, ain't it? I mean, I feel like we need to tighten the reins just a little bit. Maybe more than a little bit. Because there's a judgment of God for us Christian folk. There's a judgment of God. That scares me. It bothers me to know this. You know, it bothers me. It bothers me of being the pastor of the church, the leader of the flock. You hear me? The leader of the flock. That's what the, that's what the Word of God sees me as being. The leader of the flock. Kind of looks like some of the flock is a scattered tonight, ain't it? Makes me wonder. Scares me. Even makes me think, do I care more than they do? Why is that? Because it's going to come a time it's going to be a judgment. You never told me, preacher, that there was a judgment. It's because you wasn't here. That's tough, man. That's tough. I'm going to give you my heart. If that's what you want, it's my heart. I'm going to give you my heart tonight. I believe there's people that don't care for themselves. They don't care about the judgment of God. If we cared, guess where we would be? On an altar. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. We'd have an altar in our house. We'd be crying unto God, help me. But you know what happens when trouble comes? We call the preacher. If you don't get mine, you get another one. 
You call the preacher, preacher, I need help. Help was there for you, and you didn't go get it. I'm just being honest. That's what we want, it's honest. Thank God that God's honest. I wish I was sitting there and somebody preaching this to me. I need it because there's going to be a judgment for me. A judgment. It's going to be there, man, and it's going to be real. It's going to be as real as you having an appointment on with such and such date at the Stokes County Courthouse. You know the difference is? If you don't show up, they'll just come get you. The difference is this judgment, you'll show up. You know why you'll show up? Because there will be nowhere else to be. Every mankind is going to be at that judgment. That judgment, imagine, the creator. I'm going to tell you something. That was a time in my life when I wasn't scared of God. I believed in him, believed that he was real, but I wasn't scared of him. You know why I wasn't scared of him? Listen to this. This is big, man. I wasn't scared of him because I didn't know him. I didn't know who he was. You remember all the things I told you that's happened in my lifetime? That's what let me realize who God is. Is the things that he's brung us through before. The things that I've seen and no man could ever get me through. I've seen God bring me through them. I know who God is tonight. I didn't know him when I was lost. Tonight I know him. Do you know him? Hey, look, there's a judgment. If you're listening out there on Facebook tonight, find you a good home church because there's a judgment. You need the Word of God. You need to feel the Spirit of God. He said correction. Must, it must start at the house of God. This is a place for us to learn to get closer to God, to learn the things God don't like, to feel the love of God. It's here. Here. I'm going to use y'all again. Y'all just happen to be there. This is their first child. They don't know how to do everything right the first time. But you're going to make mistakes. I have made mistakes. I'm talking about raising my child. I've made mistakes. I've fussed when I shouldn't have fussed. I've, I've warped when I shouldn't have warped. I've said something that I shouldn't have said. But let me tell you something. I got somebody that lets me know when I do that. I got a God in heaven that tells me. I've had my God tell me before. I've went back to my child and told him, I'm sorry. I didn't used to understand it took a bigger man to apologize. I used to didn't understand that. I've went back to a 16-year-old and apologized for doing something I shouldn't have done. And I ain't talking about beating him with a rod. I'm talking about just saying something I shouldn't have said. Or punished him in a way that I shouldn't have punished him. You know? But we need, we need correction from God. Because I'm going to tell you what. I want to be a child of God. I want to be saved. I want to go to heaven. I want to love God while I'm in this walk of life. I want to. But the only way that I can is through the Spirit of God. The Spirit teaching me in this walk of life. We need the Spirit. Hey, what you don't have to be you don't have to be saved and go to church. But if you want to be in the will of God, you'll find it because the Spirit it teaches you. You can't learn without it. You know? Amen. Am I the only parent in here that's ever 
uh, I've had to go back. I've not always been perfect and still ain't perfect, never going to be perfect. But I've got a teacher. A teacher. I got somebody that teaches me. Amen. And he's taught me that there's a judgment. A judgment. I got family. That God, he's their first to turn to. Do you hear me? That, that ain't their number one. And it scares me. I've got people in my family that's not saved, don't know Christ. And it scares me. You know why it scares me? Because that's a judgment. There's going to come a time they're going to stand before God. When problems come, they call me. When the judgment comes, they're going to be able to. You know? Have you thought about that today? We've got plenty of time. Everything's okay. And it ain't okay to think that way. You know, I lay down at night and I think about people don't have God in their life. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? You ever think about that when you go to bed? Is it rainbows and unicorns? I think about people without God. What are they going to do? What if they don't wake up? Huh? I was at Ma's house Sunday. I went back down the hallway to the bathroom. And I got to the bathroom door right there. And I just looked in the bedroom door at the floor. I had a million thoughts cross my mind. Million thoughts. I stood in the bathroom a few minutes and I got myself together. And I come back outside. You know why that is? That was realization. A whole lot of us are going to go home tonight without a realization. It just may not be best for me to tell about the whole story there. But there was a time in my life where there was a realization. There. Thank God. There was a time at Calvary. <laughs> He'd passed by Calvary. Oh, thank God. What's that got to do with that judgment? Because it's a scripture. He said, it's pointed unto man once to die. After this, the judgment. 
God says, go ahead. You may tell you what, I'll tell you how it was. That Sunday morning, Ma's family had contacted us. That's where Paul was at, just inside that door. They'd laid him in the floor to do CPR on him. And it was just as real as that, wasn't it? You could tell it was lifeless. You could tell it had left him. Soul had left. And it was appointed. Under man. Ma, I want to tell you something. It was appointed for him to die. And tonight I want you to know after this the judgment. It's going to be appointed for me and you to stand before God. Me and you. Ma, I hope it don't hurt your feelings, but I really believe that man won't be used him any way I can when I'm preaching. He didn't want his family to die and go to hell. He'd come to the place in his life where he loved God, loved to talk about God, loved to do for God. It ain't no telling what he's all he'd done around here that you don't even know. And he done it for God. Done it for God. <laughs> Listen to me. Pointed under man. After this, the judgment. After this, the judgment. I've seen it so real, man. So I know that judgment is real. And that judgment's going to come. You find over in the Old Testament, I can't get it in my head right, it may be Ezekiel. God told him, he said, you take the sacrifice, the blood of the sacrifice. If the house is saved, he said, you wipe the blood. Over top of the door. And he said, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Can I tell you what that realization is today? This house. That house. That house. But truthfully, right here is what he's talking about, this house. He said, you put it over the door, man. He said, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. He's talking about the judge. He, everyone that didn't have the blood over top of the mantle of the door right there, it was, I mean, it, he, the Holy Spirit of God came through and killed it out. Because it wasn't saved. Wasn't saved. When I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Imagine that judgment today. I used to work at a garage. So all, and little stickers, there were stickers everywhere. I said, are you prepared to meet God? I ask you tonight, supposed to be the shepherd of this church, are you prepared to meet God? The judgment. Huh? The judgment is your house. This is your house. Is it prepared to meet God? Well, there's going to come a time whether we're ready or whether we're not. It's going to come. It's coming. It scares me. There's people I'm going to pass by tomorrow. 
maybe at a restaurant, maybe at Lowe's. I mean, it may just be at the gas station in the morning or tomorrow evening. But I'm going to pass by somebody that ain't prepared to meet God. It only goes, don't just stop right here. It goes, man. It just keeps going. You know, there's over 80-some marks on that wall over there. And it's only by the grace of God, but it's something we've had a part in. A part in. I wonder if it's just one more out there that we may be able to help get prepared to meet God. Just one more. I wonder if it's their family. I wonder if it's Ma's family. I wonder if it's Tasha's. I wonder if it's Cliff's. Williams. One for Deborah's. Just one more. One if it's just one more. We can keep from the judgment of God. You know, it's talking, the Bible talks about there's more than one judgment. He's going to judge the saved and the lost. He's talking about parting them, one to one side, one to the other. But us Christian folk are going to have a judgment too. And he said the books were open. That's Bible. One of the books is that Bible in your hand we'll be judged by. He said our works be tried by fire. One of us, one more. God stepped out on that cloud. It's just a step away. And if he took that one step, you didn't have a decision. No more. The decision-making was over. It was just all in God's hand. That quick. Are you ready to spend eternity in the state that you're in right now? Let's stay. Come on.